Hey, it's White Boy Chris. If the Pat Down's ever made you laugh, then join our Patreon and support us. Get bonus content, a t-shirt, or an autographed copy of Rabbit, Miss Pat's autobiography. Visit misspatcomedy.com for the link to the Patreon, and while you're there, join our Facebook group. Welcome to another episode of the Pat Down. We here talking about some real shit with Dion and Chris. And what are we talking about, Chris? Because you know I be amnesia on your ass. Your uh, brother offering him a job on your TV show. Not my TV show, just a job, okay? A job? Okay. Yeah. Right. Don't get a bitch for nepotism. <laughs> nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, we talked about Robert Townsend. Oh, yeah. The Five Heartbeats. Y'all got to go see that movie. The documentary will make you cry. Yep. I'm a proud subscriber to the Urban Movie Channel now. Oh, you to, are? To see the documentary. And we and we talked about Kim Kardashian. Daddy <laughs> came back. <laughs> And met a nigga he never met. <laughs> right after this, y'all. You better get up, get out, and tune into this podcast. It's Pat spit the truth, spit the real fact. Nothing but the ugly, classy at the same time. Pat got the flavor, these are not the same lines. That's the politics, she been on the real grind. It could be pretty, but ugly at the same time. Just tune in, put your lock on the spin down. Ain't no need for the wait and turn her up now. What you talking about? It's real though. And cut the game. You get no play like Nintendo. You wait the time, turn the up, nothing but the ugly. Straight off the top. Everything she say, you know it's funny. Full blast, this is taste of the future. Listen on your iPhone or your desktop computer. Share it, tweet it. Ain't no way to beat it. Nothing but the ugly. Turn it up and gon' repeat it. So, nigga, do you really think you got COVID? No. You ain't lost your sense of smell or taste, have you? You lost your sense of smell? She's killed. Nah, just taste. A little bit. I, I ate Nigga, some stuff that's, today. That's Nigga, I ain't, <sighs> I ain't been sick. You don't... This is why we can't fucking get rid of the motherfuckers... I didn't have all I the symptoms. You, you don't nigga. get all the symptoms. If I, I don't get you. a test, then I don't have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him again. <laughs> Tell him again, Mr. President. If I don't take the test, I don't have COVID. <laughs> Let's took a fucking COVID test. I don't want a good shit make up my nose. Um, so we we played Chicago. It was great. Thank you, Chicago. We truly appreciate you, you got guys. COVID. And then you killed all of us. It's nice. Poor innocent video people just dying. So, I'm playing COVID, and uh, <laughs> <let> me... <laughs> she told you she can't hold the truth. You know she what? She told you, you she can't what? hold the truth. Just belched it right out. <laughs> belched it like she just drank ginger ale. I meant to say we was playing Chicago. Why was we talking about Chicago? It was great. You got heckled in Chicago. You remember that drunk bitch that you oh. had to kick out? <laughs> I got heckled in Chicago. So I'm telling the joke about my uncle Cecil. Hold on. Hold on. This bitch has been talking the entire motherfucking show. She talks through Cortland's set. She talked through my set. And I warned the bitch. I said, hey, you might want to shut the fuck up because when Miss Pat come up here, she's not going to go for it. And of course, the bitch didn't. So continue, Miss Pat. So I ain't hear none of that because I'm in the back fucking doing whatever the fuck I was doing. I ain't hear the bitch. So I get on stage and I'm telling my jokes and I get to my Uncle Cecil part and she said, Not funny! <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of it's funny. <laughs> I said, You all right, white bitch? <laughs> and she said, Not funny! I said, Why is not funny? She said, My brother, because I talk about my Uncle Cecil who's uh, retarded. And, and I tell you, I explained it was 1942 
So was no special need people back then. You know, I tell this whole bit about him. And she was like, not funny. I said, why is it not funny? My brother got Down syndrome. <laughs> and what did I say, Dion? <laughs> yeah, Dion, put it in your voice. Let's hear it in your words on tape in perpetuity. <laughs> she said, bitch, I wasn't even talking about Down syndrome. I was talking about retarded people. <laughs> She said, so I get this retarded bitch out of here. She got to go. I recorded some of it. And then and I went on to say, I said, bitch, my, my cabbage pack kid got Down syndrome. I, I love them. It's very Trumpian. <laughs> <laughs> you are the quickest person I have ever met. Especially in the comedy world, it's all very quick people. You are the last fucking person I would ever heckle. It was is she retarded or drunk? What which one is? Oh fuck, wrong. I think she was drunk and high. Ah, because she did not know what she had done by the time she got to the back. She she had she was literally like, "What did I do?" And was fucked up because her boyfriend was in the bathroom while she was getting kicked out. So he came out of the bathroom to them, to her being escorted out. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And the the, uh, manager was like, don't be sorry, get this bitch out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't get heckled much, but I've trained myself. I'm always ready. I'm all, I always observe the room. I'm always ready. You fuck with me if you want to. We gonna go at it. We going and I don't know what the fuck I'm going to say because I grew up a musty kid, poor. So I had, that's the only way I could defend myself was Joan and the motherfucker. Right. You, you fuck with me. I'm ready. God damn it. This whole house is that way. Like you guys are all going back. Like the, you hear it on the podcast. Like it's that way all the time off air too. Yeah. everybody. That's their love language is just killing the gentlemen. fuck out of each yeah. other. <laughs> I even Junebug getting funny now. Really? Hell yeah. He be fighting back to him. I'm like, God damn, Jumbo. Nakia, Nakia told me one day, he's like, I, I like Joan and him because he, he funny. He said, shut up. Uh, shut up. You the only chick I know that keep their wigs in a Pringle can. <laughs> 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 Once you pop the wig, don't stop. <laughs> that shit had me hollering. That shit, sometimes he be getting my ass out the bag. Him and Gary on him. They funny. They funny. Him and Gary are funny. Was that that's how it was in my household? Like we were always ribbing each other. Like that's was that a way growing up for you, Dion? I pulled knives on my brothers. Like little, <laughs> I, I wasn't telling jokes. I was gonna stab a mother. <laughs> you know, every times I chased my older brother into the bathroom with a knife, I'm talking about unlock the door, motherfucker. <laughs> he would be in the bathroom until my parents came home. So angry. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't for them jokes. No, I was ready to stab a motherfucker. <laughs> what do you spell your name wrong? <laughs> so, but that's not my whole family. My mama was like that. My mama was quick with it. Yeah, man, that one was funny. If I would have knew what comedy was, I'd have rolled that bitch to the comedy club with one leg. <laughs> 
she was funny. She could tell a story too. Like, but a lot of times I used to think she would be lying and shit. Like, I think I told y'all this story how she said my granddaddy started fucking her grandmama, her mama best friend when she died, and the grandmama came back at it at the at the end of the bed as a ghost. I'm like, get this bitch out my bed. <laughs> and I believed that shit for so long. And then I got grew up, I said, ghosts can't throw people out of houses. <laughs> You can't cheat on no ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the shit I believe. Yeah. She said my my granddad was fucking the, the, her friend and my grandma was just standing there looking. Right. And then I realized, no, nah, that ain't how ghosty shit work. So, but she could tell a story. She's very fucking funny. Very funny. I, I think that the ghost would possess your grandmother's friend and get fucked. That's what I do. Oh. That ain't what happened. I would, if I was a ghost and my wife was about to fuck somebody else, I would totally possess the nigga who's about to smash. So I gotta tell y'all, <laughs> I'd stand behind the troll just tickling. I, I gotta tell y'all what happened to me this it, week. It ruin every erection you ever had. So I gotta tell you guys what happened to me this week. So we we just started writing the episodes to the Miss Pat show, and uh oh god, this shit is so fucking hard. You know, you look at you you gotta be careful when you say a show ain't is garbage. Cause somebody put some hard work behind that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, that that writing room is kicking me in my ass. It just, it takes up a lot. It's like nine hours a day just sitting in front of a computer because oh, we wow. zooming. And um it's not easy, but then you have to do since it since it's my show, you have to do stuff like hire directors and shit like that. And I never get Google for Gaga for anybody. Everybody just people, you know, cause Debbie Allen shot the pilot. Right. Which fucking is fucking iconically black history, to be honest with you. But the other day I had a Zoom with Robert Townsend and I don't know why I turned into a straight fucking groupie. A straight groupie I turned into. <laughs> you know, you know. first of all, he looked really fucking good. I don't know if he's 60, 70, but he looked really fucking good. And I wasn't expecting him to say the things that he said. You know, because, you know, we also interviewed Kim Fields, and she's so fucking pretty, and a lot of other people. But sitting there talking to Robert Townsend, and he, you know, you have to send him the pilot to see if they're even interested in the show. So he's what he 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 comes and he was like he was like first of all I want to tell y'all you motherfuckers did a good job and then that shit just kicked me I was like Robert Townsend we did a good job Robert motherfucking Townsend the five heartbeat nigga <laughs> <laughs> the Hollywood Shuffle nigga you know what I'm saying the Parenthood nigga yeah. and uh don't forget Meteor Man oh Meteor Man <laughs> yeah and so. As we talking, and he said, um, he was saying, he said, he said, not only was it funny, he said, I was hollering. And I and it just touched me. And I was like, wow. He was like, the thing is, how, how the fuck y'all going to top this motherfucking uh, pilot? You know, it's so fucking good. And no lie, me and the creator, Jordan Cooper, we got on the phone. We were like, uh-uh, bitch, we throwing that episode out. The episode out. <laughs> <laughs> We was up all night saying, uh-uh, this shit ain't good enough for Robert Townsend. We can't do that. We can't do that whack-ass coupon episode. We can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but he was so fucking cool. And to hear what he had to say about the Miss Pat show, it was really fucking touching. And so after I get off the phone with him, you know, we decided whatever, whatever. Everything ain't putting it. So I won't even say what happened yet. Make a long story short, I, I happened to call somebody. 
a girlfriend of mine, I was asking her her shirt size for a fucking Christmas thing I'm doing. And she was like, I was just thinking about you, Miss Pat. I just seen you on the T.I. album. And if y'all don't know I'm on T.I. album, please go get it. Um, she said, um, I saw you on the T.I. album. I just know how hard you work. She said, I was watching Robert Townsend making of the five heartbeats. And um, documentary, have you heard of it? And I was like, no, I haven't heard of it. And she was like, uh, you should go watch it. It reminds me a lot of what you've been through. Because, you know, I've been working on this project for four years, if you guys don't know it. So I go and I watch the documentary, right? And cry my motherfucking eyeballs out. That documentary hits home so hard for me when you have to deal with these players in Hollywood who are execs that don't know anything about the craft. Now I'm a little bit of nobody, but watching him make I'm watching him do the making of uh, the five heartbeats and two scenes that they wanted to remove the most that he fought for. Remember the little sister scene? The yeah. little girl who sung the gospel with him, yeah. mm-hmm. who he played his sister. Oh, she got to go. And they was telling him to cut her away at the beginning when he first started filming. And he's like, no, 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 no. They're going to love it. And then um, when an uh, old boy got saved in church, Leon got saved mm-hmm. in church, they wanted him to cut that scene. So he begged them not to cut it. Wait till after the testing. Because, you know, when you shoot some, they go and they 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 go and they uh, test it to see how people like the highest two scene people like the most. Yeah. And it's just so hard to fight for what you believe in when you when you when you working with these types of people and it's their money. I mean, you can't slap them. You can't whoop their ass. You can't you know, you can't go to fuck off on them no matter how powerful they locked a nigga like Bill Cosby up. So we ain't going to never be that powerful. Yeah. So if you don't know what it is, just to for people aren't familiar with the movie, it's basically Robert Townsend was was a huge fan of the Temptations, and he wanted to know why they we broke got this up. White boy, yeah, telling about all. So there's a lot of white listeners. There's a lot oh, of white okay, listeners. Okay. I have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. Okay, okay, we're well, going then. Gone. And so he they made a movie basically based on loosely on he their. Said, Let lives. me talk to my people. <laughs> right. Go, on, Chris. And uh, the movies, ba- like what I was impressed with in the documentary was. Like you're right. He he and Keenan Ivory Wayans, like he makes a it point. Sure like was. we fought on every line. We put our heart and soul into it. Like you see him in video, like trying to talk to Smokey Robinson about why the temptation. Like you could tell just in the first like ten minutes of that documentary, like how deeply meaningful this whole subject was to him. Yeah, and it, and then it didn't. It didn't. Somebody picked it up. I think one of brothers picked it up, or somebody picked it up and then dropped it. And Fox ended up shooting it. And she ended up flopping at the theater because it went up against New Jack City. Mm. That was like the first drug dealing movie mm. for black folks. So that was fucking huge. And it, it actually it actually came alive on DVDs. Yeah. That's what kind of saved the DVDs. Mm. Same way Antoine Fisher was, but it just it made me I realize. Antoine Fisher. I, I, uh, huh? I love Antoine Fisher. But it, it died at the movie theater oh, yeah. because so many men had been molested, but they wasn't willing to go sit Outside of their house. Their What's cracking, on. Fisher? <laughs> <laughs> he just punched that white dude for no reason. <laughs> 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 it's literally like the first scene in the movie. What's cracking, Fisher? Wham! <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> he was mean. But well, you Have know, you ever seen Antoine Fisher? I haven't. No. Oh, you... 
artist. Oh, Listen, my. I saw the. I told her today. <laughs> I'm watching it, and I go, I've seen this movie. Like I was a huge Temptations fan as a kid because my mom was, and she watched that movie all the time, and I didn't realize I had seen it until she mentioned. So it might have been my first black movie. <laughs> the the uh, Five Heartbeat. Yeah. Oh my god, that movie was so fucking good. But the documentary, like, it really, it really touched me. And I, I remember I called Jordan, and I was like, God, you know. Robert Townsend fought this hard, and I thought we had a fight because we, you know, you know how many times my, my I call my show been fucked by everybody in Hollywood. If my show was a female, it would be Kim Kardashian. That's who it would be. Cause everybody <laughs> yeah. fucked it. That's who it would be. Cause I mean, it been dropped, it been dumped, it been fucked, it been picked up, and it been prayed over, been thrown away <laughs> so many motherfucking times. Yeah, all it needs is a hologram. listen it's the thought that counts Kanye was just trying to get his wife a dead a hologram of her dead father for her birthday what happened to to say how great he was did he get a dad he literally for her 40th birthday had a hologram made of her dead father and the hologram talked about how great Kanye was as a husband (laughs) told you that nigga was crazy (laughs) The daddy didn't know Kanye. I know. <laughs> we literally broke Miss Pat's brick. Like she, she... You fucked up my documentary store. Sorry. <laughs> Are you serious? Dead serious. <laughs> the ma- daddy didn't know Kanye. The <laughs> daddy didn't know Kanye. No, but he wasn't even out when the man died. <laughs> He wasn't even famous. How a dad nigga gonna talk about a nigga that ain't even made it yet? The fuck is going on around here? Somebody need to lock Kanye ass up. I would have said, if you don't get this spooky ass nigga out of here lying on you like this, you son of a bitch, I'd have fucking unplugged that hologram. Imagine how pissed you're gonna be at Kanye when he loses Minnesota and Iowa for Biden. He's on the ballot in, in Minnesota and Iowa. Ain't nobody vote for that fucking train wreck. Are you what we said about Trump. <laughs> he, I'm dead serious. And the hologram looks just like the dad, too. And was she crying? I I, I didn't read the whole story because was I was just, I couldn't believe how unbelievably <laughs> self-centered it was. It, I did, did she cry? It didn't register to me that. <laughs> it didn't register well, to me that that nigga didn't know Kanye. <laughs> I know me neither. Daddy so died before the daddy died right after he got OJ off. Kanye wasn't famous. <laughs> what kind of shit is that? Why his suit look like that? <laughs> That's the one they buried him in. Oh, did he, pro- did he dress him in Kanye wear or what? He was wearing Yeezys. You just couldn't see him. Is <laughs> <laughs> it show him talking? Yeah, I don't. Is there a video? I didn't see it. Is oh, there here, video? Go right here. Okay. This some. This some. See, this is this is old unnecessary money. I'd have said, "Daddy, you don't set your stupid ass down. You ain't even know this nigga." <laughs> see, rich folk make me muff. I ain't gonna Wasn't do that. His guy. voice. Yeah. Just like when you were a little girl, I watch over you and your sisters and brother and the kids every day. Sometimes I drop hints that I'm around, like when you hear someone make a big pee or when you make a big pee Uh, what? 
Remember when I would drive you to school in my tiny Mercedes every day and we would listen to this song together? Why the fuck he playing her that whack at me? No wonder she fuck niggas now. <laughs> All of your hard work and the businesses you have built are incredible. But most impressive is your commitment to become a lawyer and carry on my legacy. It's a long Nigga, and hard road, you got OJ it's worth it. And I'm with you every step of the way. The way that you're connecting with your roots and supporting Armenia means so much to me. You are a proud Armenian, and I am a proud Armenian father. The most beautiful thing that I have witnessed is watching you grow your family. You married the most, 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 most genius man in the whole world, <laughs> Kanye West. That didn't even sound like him. <laughs> you are the most, 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 most amazing. That's Donald mother Trump talking. Most, 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 most. I would have been bawling my eyes out if I were Kim. That was so touching. Keep doing what until you're doing. Until you got to. You are most, a beautiful most. soul. Know that I am very proud of you, and I'm always with you. I have built a fire always, around our family. Even when Ray J was there? I love you, Kimberly. <laughs> Tell Courtney, Chloe, and Rob I love them and miss you all. Don't forget to say your prayers. He can't eat. Oh, he just fell out and, and went into the air. <laughs> Happy birthday, Kimberly. Look at you. Jesus You're 40 God. and all grown up. You Man, this is some bullshit. Man, first of all, first of all, I know this ain't real because when he left, Kaylee looked like a dude. <laughs> and he bitch don't have so much plastic surgery, he don't know who he talking to. <laughs> yeah, right. That, that Chloe bitch, that, that, that bitch was looking like OJ Simpson. Now that whole look like a full female now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck is y'all talking a about? A full female? <laughs> she looks good. Yeah, the, the right angles, love, that yeah. bitch did look yeah. like she played for the fucking Dolphins. Do you, uh, the rumors that that's... It's morphin' time. Full female. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, plastic surgery. <laughs> but how, how you gonna Be say Kanye was a good man? <laughs> you married a good man. You been watching over her, <laughs> married to them nim nuts, and you ain't, you said you... You ain't stepped in one time and say, boo out of clock, bitch, get rid of that nigga, and then run back in there. Because <laughs> <laughs> when my mama went in and want me to marry my baby daddy, I had a dream. She said, don't marry that nigga, you're going to kill you. Then she turned around, disappeared, and ran off. And I ain't never seen her like again. Fiddler in the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't no true Armenians. Y'all ain't telling no motherfucking truth. And your daughter ain't no Armenian. She a nigga, all that damn nigga dick she done had. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. I've been like, Daddy, you don't stop motherfucking lying. Don't, my children, don't make no hologram of me. Now if I ain't gonna come back and tell the motherfucking truth. I'm I'm guessing they're not spending the money on it. <laughs> Child, you already know my children. They might burn me the fuck up. You, you're like, I watch myself on the TV and I curse a lot. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go talk to any of your kids. Hell yeah, I'm be cussing the hologram. 
<laughs> Y'all ain't shit as you still out there eating that pussy. <laughs> that was my hologram gonna say. You still eating that pussy. <laughs> Hope your teeth fall out, you cross-eyed bulldog. <laughs> That's what I call my daughter. That's an inside joke. I don't need that bullshit from y'all. She said the B word. You know how politically correct butthole these motherfuckers is. They mother kill me now. Stick to comedy. You fucked up my motherfucking Robert Towns story I was in here trying to tell Well, let's take a break and then we'll come back and finish it. Yeah, I'm sorry. You were talking about Robert Townsend. Oh, I was talking about Robert Townsend. Man, you were the same age. The Parenthood was one of my favorite TV shows. Did you ever watch it? I I did watch it. Because we were like second, third grade. I was obsessed with TV in the early 90s. Like, I loved that show. When she told me, I freaked out. I was like, you met Robert Townsend? Yeah, he's 63, by the way, Robert Townsend. Hello? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I met Robert Townsend. I mean, he was so fucking cool, dude. I hope everything worked out. Yeah, I, I do. We 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 met with him for directing, so I probably in the next episode I'll let you guys know. But I can't. I cannot wait to get started with this shit. So when you're writing, like, is it does do you start the day like how how do you structure that? Like, does somebody? It's nine episodes that we have to write, so it's uh about twelve writers in the room, and, and each writer get a strip. Not me because I'm not gonna be typing that shit. I write with Jordan, but um. Uh, each everybody's assigned a strip, and we breaks it down, and they go off and write it, and we come back and work on it together. Are you doing it in in show order or just show order? Okay, yeah, show order. Yeah, and it's deep too. I I, I really like. I I love the name of the episodes. Like they're not normal names of episode. Like I just tell you one, like bitch, I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's those types of names. Is it cool that you're on BET Plus because you have more freedom to do whatever kind of you you want or you feel like? I'm. I, it's cool that I'm on BET Plus because they picked this bitch up. <laughs> 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 Thank you, BET Plus. Okay. Do, what kind of rules do they have, like in terms of standards or censoring or anything like that? They don't. They don't. Uh, I think they're gonna run me on a regular BET, you know that Viacom. Mm. So hopefully they they out there can also place us on Showtime if I'm not mistaken. Cool. So hopefully they drop us in a couple of spots. But I need you guys to go and get BET Plus as soon as, if not right now, at least uh, after February, because that's when I'm done shooting all the episodes. Because okay. they're gonna drop them all at one time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, great. So we'll be able to binge watch the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, binge watch all of them. Yeah. And they're pretty damn funny, too. They're pretty funny. So when you shoot them, I mean, maybe you're not at this point, but like when you shoot them, will you like shoot one episode at a time or do you like shoot multiple parts or like. No, you how's shoot that the whole work? thing. Auto, it's a multicam. So we won't have a full audience. We have a smaller, you know, half capacity. But um, you shoot uh, the whole episode. First you practice for two days mm-hmm. and then you shoot two days. Okay. And then they cut all that shit together. Each episode. Each episode. Wow, that's fast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's like what? a twelve hour work day, isn't it? Um Yeah. But probably eight. Yeah. Yeah, probably eight to twelve. When Debbie Allen shot the pilot, it was literally um yeah, by by eight hours. It's a lot of memorization. Well, you practice. You if okay. you pra- the thing is now is there's so many strips. Right. It was just a pilot. Right. And I had so much time to work on it. Right. So that's over. Now you got nine strips to learn. Uh, 
and you shoot one a week. There's so much work that goes into it. I never realized. Yeah, you're in every scene too. I'm in damn near every scene. Yep. I don't come out of too many scenes. You have a great memory though. Like, is it hard for you? Um, no, no. Once I get it, you know, once I go through it a couple of times. But you know, I'm a back dope type of person. I be don't show up at one of them niggas' house. Let's practice on this scene. <laughs> but I'm in New York. I don't give a fuck. Open your door. Let's practice. I'm that type of person. Yeah. Cause I, I, I ain't, I'm not here to fail. So, right. You know, but I stay in, I stay in touch with the cast a lot. And so, you know, hopefully we'll be banging some things out together. Cool. I love the cast. Um, it looked like everything is going to work out. T.I. will be my brother. Awesome. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. And we got some good people that we're trying to bring in. Yeah. To, uh, you know, for different episodes. We get to bring in one big star episode. Really? Like you get to choose or you're just going to try and do that? Or like what's the... What's well, you get to choose, but right now it's COVID. So, right. you know, who who the fuck want to come? That's the problem. Mm. So, but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe so, you could hologram some people. <laughs> <laughs> they can't sit down. Robert Kardashian. They can't sit down. But I'm excited. I really am. I, I know it's going to be some hard work. The hard part is when I go to get to Atlanta in December, mm-hmm. like literally I can go only to sit in home. Really? The, the yeah. Like they put that rule on you that you can't go anywhere no, else? No, because if one person catch COVID, everything gets shut down. Oh, no. Yeah. Unfortunately, you have it right now. <laughs> I hope I don't with all of you guys in the room. Are you sniffing like you got it? Yeah. That or you've been hanging I got out with cold. Trump. No, I wet my wig too before I came there, but uh You wet your wig? <laughs> well wet my wig. <laughs> Don't it look like it No, I got sick in I got sick in Chicago. I got a really bad cold. And it fucked me up. And that was when a week last week? Yeah, but it's it always do that when I when it's weather is changing. I mean I'm not twenty no more. Yeah. So that's why I always no matter what time of year, I always travel with a medic bag. Like, I got fucking Sudafed, I got the throat spray, I got tampon, cold tax, everything you need is in that motherfucking bag. Then yeah, you seen the bag. She got breaking bag with her everywhere she go. Um, <laughs> Mini meth lab. Chapstick, <laughs> lipstick, earring, deodorant. So I always carry that medic bag with me, so I'll be all right. Yeah. But, you know, the world but is so crazy. poor motherfuckers in this room, y'all all gonna die. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> I ain't trying to get nobody no COVID. I ain't got no goddamn COVID. You wouldn't be contagious if you had it last week, the symptoms. You, you'd you be on the tail end of contagion. She'd be in trouble, but you're fine. What are you talking about? Uh, it's, it's six it, feet apart. Yeah, if you had your symptoms last week, you're, you know, like that's when you're most contagious, and then it kind of goes down. So we're, yeah. we're fine. Or it'd have been a hit me by now. Yeah. Whatever hit me last week was just a running nose and sneezing. Yeah. I ain't fucking see my And then my manager called me like, please go to the doctor. I was like, uh, your money ain't sick, okay? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, leave me the fuck alone. I'm going to goddamn die. I said, okay, just say, he done sent me all these locations to go and get uh, tested. <laughs> yeah, tested. 
I just want to go out there and wave my nut, get that motherfucking long ass little skinny dick down my nose. If he was smart, he'd scratch your pussy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you ran to the doctor for the scratch pussy. But. That way you'd have to go to the doctor. <laughs> oh, oh, last time when I scratched my pussy. That hurt. That hurt. <laughs> Somebody sent me a message. She said, the way you say pussy is, I like it. I'm like, huh? Everybody loves the way you say pussy. I love the way you say everything. They should put it in greeting cards. Puss? <laughs> my husband, hey, he said, don't say that. Don't don't say puss. Like, you want some puss? Puss. <laughs> so we've been, he, he, since, since I've had a cold, he sleep with a mask on. So, <laughs> So I'm like, dude, you fat, you snore, you gonna be like, oh, and swallow that motherfucking man. I ain't gonna be able to get it out your fat ass mouth. I told that motherfucker to take that goddamn mask off. He laying in the bed with a crack baby mask on, ain't snow. I don't. I haven't even seen that. We have crack baby masks. You haven't seen them? No. Yeah. I put them on the website. I guess I did. Yeah. Yeah. I said, what the fuck is wrong with you laying in the bed with that whole motherfucking mask on? And then Gary and send the kids up to the kitchen to talk to me. They got on gloves and masks. So what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you goddamn children? I'll never forget walking in this house and Gary attacked me with two cans of Lysol in March. I was like, ah. Yeah. Oh, she, she ain't been out the house. She can't even catch a nut flying in the air. <laughs> She won't go nowhere. She said she ain't get no COVID. She said, I ain't going to Atlanta. I said, oh, you going to Atlanta, motherfucker? Because she's a writer on the show, is she? Mm-hmm. She's so funny, too. I can't wait to see how her episode turn out. I think I'm going to be crying when I see her, her name on the stream. Aww. Yeah. I think I'm going to be crying. Oh, she can write. And then um, uh, I got to find something for Junebug to do. Like what? I don't know. I guess I take man out of exercise the shit out of me. You gotta tell him about the job you got your brother. (laughs) (laughs) Which one? (laughs) Tony. (laughs) Remember we were in the car. Anthony. Yeah, Anthony. Yeah, same. (laughs) It's not the same. (laughs) I had to help my brother get a job. What what was it? He was. (laughs) He said, "What I was gonna be doing?" He said, "I don't know, nigga." (laughs) Oh, on the show. So she, <laughs> we driving back home from Chicago. <laughs> she on the phone with all the writing people. They hang up, and then she's like, "I, I think I'll get my brother a job." So she call him, "Hey, I might have a job for you. Don't get in no trouble. I can't get in no trouble. I can't go nowhere. But uh, what they gonna have me doing, nigga? I don't know. Okay, well, you know, I'm just be around at the house, and uh, what, what am I gonna be doing, nigga? I said I don't know. <laughs> he said, he said, you know, I can do everything. <laughs> We know you just got out of jail. Nigga. <laughs> Everything but gay stuff. Well, that's what <laughs> <laughs> he suck his own dick. Yeah. Do you have any food truck needs? <laughs> <laughs> he ain't thought about a food truck yet. Nigga called me and me to invest into a tote truck. Bit. I said no. <laughs> no, nigga. No. You be towing shit that don't even supposed to be towed. And you be begging. I'm not fucking with you. He go get his house up. <laughs> No, no, I ain't fucking with him. Mm-mm. I said, I said, what I don't do is invest into black businesses. <laughs> God forgive me for that. That'll be our last episode here at the Pat Down. <laughs> I want to thank y'all for tuning in and all the support. <laughs> Let me rephrase it. I only, I don't invest in nobody business. I mind my own motherfucking business. 
And if you know my brother, you want to invest in a motherfucking fish fry business. <laughs> <laughs> That nope. nigga kept asking her what she, what he was gonna do. She she snapped, nigga. I don't know. They gonna teach you. <laughs> I can Bye. hear. Was it? I can hear it too. It was a thing. I don't know. And I was, nigga, I don't know. Well, you know I can do everything. After, no, you can't. After she hung up, she said to me and Corlin, "Did I just tell this nigga I don't know? <laughs> Why he keep asking me what he gonna do, nigga? I don't know." <laughs> she went off for like five you're, minutes. You're the one who called the unemployed man with a job offer. Like, of course he's going to be excited about the opportunity for He was for so happy and curious. And she was like, nigga, I don't know. Amen. She said, I gave you all the information I got. Don't ask me shit. Called the parole officer. I've got a lead. What are you going to do? I don't know. He about right. And he's still calling me. They ready for me yet? No. No. It's like telling a four-year-old you're going to Disney World, but in three months. Every day after that. Well, I don't, we're not leaving yet. I don't know. I'm it trying to find so somebody funny. to hire him. He got my motherfucking nerve. I love him, but he's something else. He is something else. He will wear your motherfucking phone out. Is this the one you blocked? Did you block him at some point? No, I've blocked my oldest brother. Okay. Yeah, he and then then the nigga started hitting me through Facebook. <laughs> now he called me on Facebook. Oh no. Yeah. He's like, I keep calling your number. I said, I don't see it. <laughs> your baby daddy still be waving at you. <laughs> 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 you know, he been sick, right? Oh, really? And since With I just dropped on the t uh he got kidney stones. Since I just dropped on the T I album, he definitely ain't gonna call. But um I told y'all he talked to Nikea, right, when I was in Atlanta. No. So we was all no. in Atlanta. And um, uh, he found out through one of his other son that Nikea was in town. So he called Nikea and said, dude, why you didn't come see me? He said, uh, I don't know. He said, well, you going to come see me? Nikea said, yeah. He said, well, look, uh, when you coming? Nikea said, I'm going to come tomorrow. He said, good, because uh, me and you going to go skating together. And <laughs> Nikea said, Mom, this nigga just asked me to go skating with him. <laughs> Do he realize I'm 300 pounds? I don't know how to motherfucking skate. <laughs> like, speaking as a former 300-pound man, like, if you go skating and you fall, it's a broken bone. Like, there's risk to it because of gravity. Like, but the thing what? is, is you ain't seen your son in 20 years, and your spend time time is skating? <laughs> Who the fuck That's a grown-ass man with three kids? Hey, they they, they stick to what you know. <laughs> The weird part is Nike had to sit in the car for two hours <laughs> for skating money. <laughs> His, call, history man. doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. Daddy, what's taking so long? <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, he didn't ask you to go skate to my yes, he did, mama. I said, Lord have mercy. Dumb nigga. Don't know shit about his child. Ask a 30-something-year-old man to go skate. Who ain't never been skating before. And then that kid told him, I ain't never been skating. He said, I used to take you skating all the time when you were little. He said, oh, man, I'm 33 now. <laughs> My mama been with that man for 30 years. So that been, that mean I ain't seen you in 30 years. Wow. So he, he literally hasn't seen Nikea since he was three? Um, here and there, right? Here and there, yeah. He's seen him um, when his sister died. Nikea was really nice to him, too. Huh? Ashley wouldn't speak to him And Nakia like mom y'all please stop treating the man like that Please please be nice to the man I said I ain't got no problem with the man And he came over there and sat down and talked And we took a picture with him And Ashley wouldn't even look at him Really? 
I just don't fuck with him. But Nikeel is just a, hey, let's get past this. He's he's got a he's a sweetheart. He's got your like sweet tendon. Like there's a very yeah, he loving he can't side hate. of you. Ashley can hate, but he can't. So he um that I think that's the last time he seen him. He talks to him right when he got like when Nikeel got COVID. He goes to my son. Why you ain't gonna tell me my son had COVID? That boy thirty some years old. You seen on Facebook like everybody else seen on Facebook. Right. Edit that part out. There's like a huh? podcast about it. You just said the nigga name. Oh, I did. Yeah, I got you. Okay, but um, yeah, I'm talking some. Uh, uh, why you ain't tell my son I had COVID? I don't play them games. I tried so hard to get that nine one one call too. I called everybody in Hendricks County government that I knew. He's got that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get it. What they say? Uh, it just they didn't have it. They couldn't. I didn't know the specific time of the call. You were thinking about calling the police chief to see if they could do something about it because that would be great audio. He's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm make some phone call. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Nikhil what was that day that he fell out at work. Yeah. That's what I gotta ask. What was the day he fell out? And then we can we can go from there. Prisoners hanging. Up. Oh, people. <laughs> Co-workers hanging out the window going, I hope you die. <laughs> that may be the funniest episode because he's in on it. He's not hurt, but he's doing fine. Yeah, he's fine now. Yeah. He don't play. He keep his fucking mask on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, you know, he lost all that weight with COVID. He lost, like, he probably was down, what, about a month, month mm. and a half. And well, he was actually in quarantine for about 18 days. And then he was just, uh, he lost a lot of weight. Probably about 30, 40 pounds within a month. Did you keep it off? That nigga on Jackie Nick. As soon as his taste bud came back, he was licking walls. <laughs> I said, Nick, how you lose all that goddamn weight? And then as soon as your taste bud come out, you just eat a hand goddamn thing. It's a lot of water weight. Yeah, he lost a lot of weight. All right, y'all, we're going to wrap it up so we can... Um, Get on to the next thing. I can go take my old ass bed, take out this wet weed before I catch catch another cold. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of the Pat Down. Make sure you check out my website at misspatcomedy.com for all of my social media, my tour dates, my book. Make sure you spread the word about my podcast. Please rate and review. Please rate and review and share. Thank y'all so much, y'all. I've been Miss Pat. <laughs>